Welcome back to the New Song Podcast. I'm Pastor Mike here with Pastor David to talk about the new song that we introduced to our church last week, Holy and Blameless. It's a very special song because I'm actually joined with the composer of the song here. So first of all, David, thanks for joining me today and uh, would just love to hear from your perspective how this song came to be. Okay. Well, it was a random morning I came in just I was gonna do some quiet time and then I don't know I just felt inspired to sit at the piano and play a little bit and I was thinking about Ephesians 1 one of my favorite chapters in the Bible but of course Ephesians is becoming one of my favorite books and I was thinking about the concept of being holy and blameless before the Lord and uh, it's it's not something I wake up thinking about most of the time and yet I know it's true and I was starting to think about what does the Bible really say about how I am holy and blameless. Why am I this way? And so I started messing around on the piano and um, had some Ephesians 1. I was thinking of Ephesians 2 and and then some other scriptures that are some of my favorites. I started putting that to music and I thought, you know what, this would be so cool if we could do this as a congregation. And so I thought, all right, let me try to finish it. And uh, it wasn't like super complex, but I thought, man, this, this could work. And I don't... I don't do that very often. I don't sit down at the piano and go, I'm going to write a song. It was just like, Lord, help me to do something that could be honoring to you. And then something really cool started to happen. Yeah, that's like, what I was going to ask. So is that something where you do that often? You sit down and you no. think just messing around and, and say, let me try to write a song here? No, not, not, have... not for a very long time. Okay. Yeah. So how's that? I mean, before we get into the words even, how does that start to happen with like the chord progression and the melody? Like, Mm -hmm. do you think of the melody and the chords then come? Or you like, how does, I don't know, how's that all, or does it just all kind of appear in your head at once? Well, um, if you listen to the demo that I made first, it's really like, it's like one hand chords, whole notes. It's like super simple. I was thinking melody and, and really, because of the changes that we've made as a church, as far as how we pick songs that we want to sing, I was thinking, could there be a melody that's singable for a congregation? And I picked this key E that we don't do very often. And um, it's just, I started messing around with some notes. And I also thought, let's not do a straightforward, um, it, it's a 4-4 four, four time signature. But I wanted to change it a little bit. So if you listen to the, the verse, it's got a couple changes in timing that are not normal um, to make it just a little bit more interesting, I guess. But really, I was thinking, how could a congregation sing this? Before the earth was formed, the foundations laid. You had chosen all who would come to you by faith. Go back to that idea of singable. Yeah. Uh, when, when you say it is a song singable, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, can everybody sing it is kind of the first thing we think of. If someone were in a congregation who would not say, I like to sing all the time, but I want to sing together as a group, trying to pick something that maybe doesn't have an octave change in it because it's really hard for people to sing super low and then super high, you know, unless you're like really fired up, you know, it's just hard to do on a Sunday Uh morning. So I was thinking, well, this may be something that... I guess the right word might be an average person would say I could I could do that or they would join in so um, something kind of catchy but not necessarily uh, like just three notes and you're done you know like so because there's a lot of uh, songs out there that you just pretty much have the whole song built on the music and the production value and so I wanted to have something that had a melody that could almost carry itself a little. and for all who hear and 
sent it to me was just how each verse is so distinctly based on a particular passage of scripture and so i love that so i guess we can just um take it verse by verse here so verse one says before the earth was formed the foundations laid you had chosen all who would come to you by faith and for all who hear and believe the truth you have given grace to become children of God. So that comes, that first part comes directly from the very beginning of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, uh, who has blessed us in Christ uh, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, uh, that we should be holy and blameless before him. So that moves us then into the chorus. So talk a little bit about that passage of scripture. I know you actually, for a while, were working on memorizing large chunks of Ephesians. So talk about how that passage of scripture really became the linchpin for this whole song. Yeah. Um, Well, just holy and blameless, what a way to describe yourself and not in a prideful way. I mean, that's what scripture calls you. You were called when? Were you called before the foundations of the world? Before there was anything else, God had us in mind wow, <laughs> the, the people that were going to call on him and become children of God, that they were called holy and blameless. So I guess that then it go. the question is, how do we become children of God? That's what I wanted to answer in the second part, part of verse 1. So simple. <laughs> you hear the word and you believe it. And, uh, and in fact, I think it's later on in Ephesians, maybe it's verse 9 or 10, somewhere in there it says, um, and for, let's see, I think it's for you, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation were sealed by the promised Holy Spirit, who is a guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, our inheritance being eternal life with the Lord. Um, so that just, how did you how did you become holy and blameless? You heard the gospel and you believed. Boom. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> that, that is how you get to become this chorus then. Now we are holy and blameless. Not before we believed, but after we believed, we became yeah. holy and blameless, just as you are, Lord, just like you are. And again, it, you could get prideful about it, but also you could just be humbled at the, the amazing truth about that. How is it that a scumbag like me becomes holy in the sight of a holy God, my holy creator who I sinned against? And, and it's only by that gospel. And so I, I just... Man, identity is a huge thing. I struggle with that sometimes, you know, just really seeing myself the way the Lord sees me. And yet when I can do that properly, it fuels me into bearing fruit that I don't usually bear fruit. Like, you know, I love people from a pure place and um, because I know what I've been given. And now we're holy and blameless, oh, just as you are. By works we've done, but because we're in Jesus Christ. Now every sin is forgiven by the blood of his cross. So let our lives reflect that we are the children of God. Amen. And I think uh, I had uh, texted you last week, maybe it was even on Sunday morning, I can't remember, but just said it was interesting that we were introducing this song uh, the week that I'm talking about um, in James chapter 2, 
the idea of faith and works, and faith without works is dead. And so here we are singing, we're holy and blameless, not by works we've done, but because we're in Jesus Christ. And yet we're also preaching on uh, the interplay between faith and works, and that uh, when you have faith, you will bear fruit of that faith by your works. And um, that's what I love about, again, I think it works so well with this song, uh, that second part of the verse, you say, every sin is forgiven mm-hmm. by the blood of his cross. So let our lives reflect that we are children of God. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> let our lives show what we really are, because sometimes it doesn't look like that. And so that's why your sermon was so pertinent that you can you can think, oh, I'm good to go. You know, I, I'm, I'm in Jesus and I'm, good, I'm perfect. So and then you never do anything ever like nothing changes. And that that's the evidence that you really didn't quite understand the gospel. You didn't know what you were saved from. And and sometimes even as believers, we just got to be refreshed by that and remember, oh, wait, I've got plenty of work to do. I've got to bring God glory by the fruit that I bear. Yeah. You know, I can't just sit on my hands and say everything's going to be fine. And um, that's just a dangerous road to walk. So, yeah, I, I love how that worked out. God, he plans things in advance. I, yeah. I would have had no clue. Nobody knew, had any yeah. clue. We, we, we would write a song and then preach on that. Just yeah. like, I mean, God knows what he's Amazing. doing. Amazing. Very cool. I love love it when that happens. And uh, one other thing I love about this song is, um, like you said, you're really thinking about the corporate nature of singing and the church singing together. And uh, I love that it's in the first person plural point of view. Um, meaning we, we say we're holy and blameless just as you are, not by works we've done, but because we're in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Not that there'd be anything wrong with saying I'm holy and blameless, not by works I've done, but because I'm in Jesus Christ. But I love just the power of when we sing together corporately about truth that is true of all of us. Yeah. And we sing it um in a way that encourages one another. Uh, so where I'm not just singing about me, I'm singing about all of us together collectively. And there's just such a power in encouraging each other in singing corporately. So when we say, we forget what lies in the sinful past and we run with grace to the end for the glory of God, like you say in verse three, that there's just such, again, a power in singing that um, this is true of all of us who are in Christ. And now we are a family together singing this. And uh, again, there's definitely space for for worship songs that do personalize it more and say, when I'm just really thinking about what God has done for me personally. But when we're singing together as a church, man, there's just a power in that and saying, this is true of us together. And by his death, he perfected us. By a single offering made once and for all So we forget what lies in our sinful past And we run with grace to the end for the glory of God Uh, And one other thing too is so... You sent me, originally you sent me, I'm looking at my email here, back on October 15th, so a month ago, uh, you sent me kind of your draft of the song and just uh, just said, hey, what do you th- what do you think about this? And uh, like I said, I, the first time I heard it, I loved it. I loved the melody. I loved the uh, scripture behind it. And um, 
it was great. But I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll just take some time and I'll just really, like, really try to maybe edit it and change some of the words. And I, I took, I don't know, an, an hour, I think, sitting down with it and with my Bible open. And after that hour, all the changes that I had made, I realized they were worse than the original um, <laughs> song that you had written. And I needed to not mess with it. But there was one change that I made... Um, that we made to the song. There's one word, <laughs> and I think I just did that so that way I could be uh, get in on some of the royalties that you might get if the, you know if this song goes big. But um, at the very end, we sing, "We forget what lies in the sinful past, and we can run with grace to the end for the glory of God." And at the last chorus, we flip it. Instead of saying, "And now we're holy and blameless," we say, "Because we're holy." And blameless yeah. and it really brings it full circle so we're saying we we can run with grace to the end because we're holy and blameless yeah. in christ and so it's just that reminder that um, everything that is true about us is true because of christ everything that's true about our past of what what god has done the way he has forgiven our sin like my past what's that's true about me i'm holy and blameless because of what Christ has done. And also what's true about my future, that I can that I have the ability now to bring glory to God, to persevere to the end, to run the race, to finish well. I can do that again because of what Christ has done yeah. on the cross. And so it really brings it full circle. And it's just this, again, this beautiful moment that we sing it together as a church. I don't know about you, man. I was I was getting emotional when we were singing <laughs> together uh, on Sunday and uh, just hearing our church sing this, man, I was yeah. tears were starting to well up in my eyes and it was just a really cool moment for me. I'm sure it was for you as well. Oh, 100%. I just, I mean, it's one thing to just think, oh, that'd be cool. Let's, it'd be cool if we mm-hmm. had a, a song that was a Rock Prairie song that we just sing. And, but then to have it go through like all the checks and balances that we have of what we would sing as a church anyway, and then it starts to materialize. I send it to you. You're like, this is, this is good. They're like, Let, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is happening. You know? And then all of our church family together, like being edified and, and having joy and the spirit moving through that work, like... And literally, me and you were like just containers, just saying, "Okay, Lord, you gave this to us. Let's present okay. it." And and then, wow, so cool. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, so we're at the end of this here now, and uh, we never know how many people are listening to these things, and so, <laughs> but we, I think it's good uh, to record them anyway. And so, here's my challenge to you: uh, if you've made it to the end of this podcast, if you're listening right now, here's my challenge. So, in this song. Um, there are a lot of uh, scripture references, and so and we're gonna post the lyrics to this song. And so the challenge—you're only hearing this challenge if you're listening to the end of this podcast right now. But the challenge is to find the references to scripture, the the scripture passages that the lyrics in the song are referencing. And if you go through and you find those, and you send me an email with what those scripture passages are, then I will send you a prize. I got to figure out what that prize is, <laughs> but we'll send you a prize, and uh, and and we'll see uh, see how you do. But yeah, there are so every single. Uh, line in this in this song almost is referencing a or or a phrase is left referencing a passage of scripture. So you go through, you find those passages of scripture, do your best, and uh, send me an email with what you come up with, and we'll send you a prize. I love it. All right, <laughs> That's awesome. Very good. Well, David, thank you so much Very for doing well. this, and we look forward to singing this song again on Sunday. Woo, let's do it.
All right, please enjoy the full version of the new song, Holy and Blameless, written by David Sluka. children of God. 
Children of God